0: Hello beautiful people, welcome back to my podcast. This podcast is all about holistic health, sacred sexuality, and spirituality. I am super excited about the guest today. It is Anthony Assini and he, Assanti, Assanti. Okay, he is a straight male escort providing warm, sensual, and professional companionship to women only. A sensual warrior who's the world's first and only straight male escort catering exclusively to women, certified in, how do you pronounce that?
1: Bondissage.
0: Bondissage and providing it exclusively for women. Welcome. I am so excited to have you.
1: Thank you for having me, Hayley. It's it's an honor to be here.
0: No, hey, I'm really excited because... I love the work you're doing because now, especially because of, you know, everything that's going on, I'm even more excited to have this conversation because we are lacking connection and touch more than ever.
1: Yes, we are. That's a good point.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes. And so your work is like even more needed because of what's going on. (laughs) Um, So tell me first, like, how did you even get into what you're doing? Oh, are you there?
1: Okay. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, I can hear you.
1: Okay. Um, How did I get into it? Uh, I worked in IT for many, many years and I got bored with it. So I decided to go to law school. In the second year of law school, I was at the, I was being a good, studious law student. Um, I was at the law. I was at the law library studying, and I met this woman there. Very beautiful. Um, she was a she was an attorney, a partner at a law firm. She was doing some research. And we struck up a conversation, and um, uh, we were connecting. So she invited me out to dinner. And uh, um, during the dinner, I thought that you know, since we were connecting and all, she was going to invite me out for the night well. um, She made me an indecent proposal. Um, She wanted me to um, provide her with some joy and some pleasure and um, some excitement and essentially be her companion. Uh, She was even though that she, even though professionally she was at the top of her game, um, partner in a law firm, uh, beautiful, intelligent, um, she could turn heads wherever she went. But uh, in her dating life, um, she wasn't having much fun at all. It seemed as if guys were afraid to approach her. Uh, those that did approach her were intimidated by her beauty and brains and success. Um, And so, like many other women, she was, um, she wanted a change and decided that she was going to um, indulge in the pleasures of a male escort. And I fit the bill. Um, Later on, she introduced me to some other women who were in the same predicament. And, um, and then I got the notion that I could probably do this for a living. I researched the business. Uh, I hired a uh, mentor and then a male escort coach, both of which had been uh, successful male escorts, both had written books and, and uh, had other materials. And I work with them one-on-one. Of course, I add my own style to it. And um, that's what we are today.
0: Oh, wow. I think that's amazing. So do you think that those women are so in their masculine energy that they want a masculine man and those men don't really exist once you get to a certain point? So then they ended up going to you to be, to replace the lack of sexual connection they were having in their life, or what? Can you hear me?
1: Yes. Um, It isn't always a sexual connection. Um, And it is not always only about the sexual connection. Uh, They're looking for primarily a connection. Mm -hmm. And more often than not, that does lead uh, to physical intimacy. Uh, But they are looking for the connection first. And um, they're looking for someone that they can uh, have a, intelligent conversation with, someone that uh, they can uh, do things in and out of the bedroom uh, with. Uh, I've played chess with clients, I've cooked with clients, we've talked hours on the phone, Uh, we've gone, uh, we've taken dancing lessons, we've gone dancing. Uh we've played golf, just a myriad of things. I like to think of myself as a glorified boyfriend.
0: <laughs> yeah, really? It sounds like you are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, and, and I'm glad that you brought that up because many people, when they hear the word straight male, that's called for women, they automatically think that it's about a woman paying a man. For sex. And it's really more about the connection of having a masculine man that knows how to take control in and out of the bedroom and give her some amazing experiences and adventures um, in and out of the bedroom.
0: Yes, I definitely agree with you on that. And I've noticed that more and more in our society, the men are becoming too feminine and then the, yes. the yeah it's weird
1: it, it's the the whole natural order is being turned upside down not only that and i think that um we actually dialogued about this before on um on instagram uh women are staying too long in the masculine role also um and but the interesting thing is that Naturally, we want to be where our energy takes us. Men want to be more masculine. Uh, women, are, we want to feel our masculine energy. Women want to feel, at least my clients do, they want to feel their femininity. They want to feel their feminine energy. And uh, unfortunately, being in the opposite um world or are being too much in the opposite role uh uh the masculine role for the for women and or the feminine role for the man it's it de- seems to deplete our uh innate natural um energy for men it would be their masculine, the masculine energy for women and the feminine energy. Now, don't get me wrong. As the universe teaches us, everything needs to have a balance. The male, the, the man has um, feminine and masculine energy uh, in us. We, in fact, if we didn't have feminine and masculine energy, we couldn't exist. And when I talk about, and likewise with women, it's a part of the human experience to have both
0: mm-hmm.
1: What I'm talking about is the predominance, uh, the balancing of the predominant, um, energy in us. The masculine, the masculine energy is what makes us men. Um or pushes or pushes us to be men. The feminine energy is what pushes women to be women. Um, uh, what happens is that being in the opposite roads for so long um, the, uh, tends to interfere with that delicate balance mm. um, It's very, very interesting that even on a physical plane, uh, men you know the the hormone that makes us men is testosterone predominance of testosterone however we also have estrogen in our system without estrogen we just be raging and uh and have so much testosterone we would run over a child in our car because we are trying to get to a meeting on time or do something as heinous as that Mm
0: -hmm.
1: having the having the feminine Energy in us, or even the feminine hormone uh, in us uh, of estrogen, helps us to be more flexible. It helps us to be more sensitive. It helps us to be more caring and loving. Uh, without it, we would not be humans. We'd be some other type of hell. Uh, likewise, with women, you have the um, predominance of estrogen in your system but if you did not have the testosterone in your system, you would not be able to get anything done. Uh, you would not be able to get up, uh, from, uh, if you're sitting in a chair, you would not be able to get up and uh, sit up from a chair, you would not be able to, uh, put your foot down when you needed to, neither with your children or with anyone else. Or even if you saw someone trying to attack your child, you—if you didn't have testosterone in your system—you might—you might be so, lax to say, "Oh well, you know, if that's what you want to do, you want to harm my child." go ahead. no, mm-hmm. mothers will fight a gorilla or a lion to the death to protect their child. That—that is the masculine part of it. So we—we we certainly need both of them. But we need to maintain that balance just like in, in any other part of our life. And when that balance is thrown off, uh, other things um, happen. And that is what, that's part of what we're seeing today. And
0: so, do you think that's why so many relationships end up sexist then? Because they don't have the balance?
1: Uh, no, not necessarily. I think that. There, I think that there are a lot of reasons. Um, partly, partly it is because, um, I think that men aren't stepping into their well, I guess that's, I guess that's sort of related, uh, stepping in their masculine role enough. Um, so I, I guess you're right, I guess, um, yeah, I, I guess that is, that precipitates it, yeah,
0: yeah. Mm, yeah, think that
1: makes that sense. Yeah, yeah, hmm Okay. And there's some other things that I think contribute to it, I think women uh, need excitement and many guys become complacent and, relationships, and they're not doing the things that they did uh, that, that caused the woman to um, fall in love or become infatuated um, uh, with them. So and the, the women tend to get bored um, in and out of the bedroom. With them. I mean, I've done it myself. Uh, with women Mm -hmm. I've been involved with prior to becoming a companion to women. Uh, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: How many men are, I'm not saying all men are like that, but uh, many of us are.
0: Yeah, definitely. And one thing I've noticed too is it's that, okay, so because the fact that our society is lacking touch so bad and connection, especially now because everybody's in quarantine, how do we fix this? Like, how do people get a deeper sense of connection?
1: Well, um, there are certain things that can be done on a personal level, but uh, there's also needs to be, I believe, some societal changes. So we can't really deal with the societal changes, but uh, on the personal level, you have to be able to connect into your own self, your own spirit, uh, spirit, if you will. Um, one, one of the things I do on a daily basis is, and I've done it since I was 14 years old, uh, is meditate. Um, it's align you. Are you there? Yes.
0: Okay. What were you saying? You there?
1: yes i was saying um, that i was hi. saying that there are some things that people can do to combat this feeling of being disconnected and being disconnected from others however i think that it runs deeper than what an individual can do there needs to be some societal and world view shifts or changes but as an individual one thing that people can do is uh do things such as meditate or take Tai Chi or yoga, any of those sciences that help you to connect uh, with your own divinity. Um, I've studied, I've meditated every day since, uh, since I was 14 years old. And I know that uh, in my case, it does work for me. It may not work for everyone. So there are other ones like the Tai Chi, the yoga, mm-hmm. and some other things that may work for other people. But if you're not connecting with your own self, with your own spirit, if you're not aligned uh, with, with yourself, then it's going to be very difficult for you to uh, connect with others uh, also. Um, and one needs to live a full life uh, that he or she really loves. Um, if, if your life is full of sorrow, um, full of things that you don't really like to do, if you're not, if you're not living life to the fullest and really enjoying it, um, you're not going to be very connecting very well with other people. And, um, and I think all those things contribute to break up the breakup of relationships. Yeah. And one last thing, and this is something that I gleaned from studying ancient and indigenous cultures and civilizations, and that most um have what we what I call um, um relationships with many, many overlapping relationships. Meaning that you have relationships and responsibilities to people who, who are not your significant other. Um, you may have, if, if you're a man, let's just say if I was uh, a man in Africa, if I was in a rural community, I may be, uh, I may have gone through what they call um, puberty rites, and I went through it with a number of other boys my age. Well, we're brothers now, and we have responsibilities to one another. Sometimes we have to get together and work together. That is a that is a relationship that is beyond uh, the relationship I have with my significant other i may have i may also be a shoemaker and the shoemaker may have a guild i have relationships i have a relationship and responsibilities uh with that shoemaker uh, with the shoemakers guild i may be also a musician or a dancer they have a guild i may have responsibilities and relationships with those people also so the more and more people can have Relationships outside of their significant relationships, um, I believe the happier they will be. In fact, I think it's even been proven. Um, I heard on National Public Radio a couple years ago, uh, they were interviewing centenarians and many different around the world. And they came up with uh, three things that they have in common. Number one is that um, they have overlap, they have many different types of relationships with many people. They don't sweat the small stuff, that's number two. And then they take every opportunity to laugh. So I would say, really incorporate those three in your life. You'll be a much happier person. People will be much happier, to, happier with you. You'd connect better, not only with um, your significant other, but with other people.
0: So, mm, love those, and I agree with the overlapping relationships because I think due to society and the Disney, you know, growing up watching Disney movies and just how our society has taught us about relationships, it's almost like we are taught to get our relationship needs met from one person and that doesn't exist right
1: nope no no in fact i think oftentimes we we tend to um we tend to make the assumption that this one person is going to be everything all things and everything to us and uh really they they cannot be you know it's really unfair to you other. Um, because they, they, they cannot be, they just can't, and um, the other thing that, the other portion that I was talking about is that some of the things in society keeps people from being connected to one another. Um, our, our Western way of thinking and looking at the world. In other words, our worldview is, bu- is built upon, instead of seeing things as more related, we tend to see things more separate than one another. Um, and whereas many people around the world see things as more connected, uh, uh, they see many more relationships between things. Uh, so, that, again, that's something that really we cannot do as individuals uh, with our, with our um, significant other and our relationships. But I think that that is something that the world or parts of the world um, is going to have to grapple with sooner or later um, if we as a species are going to survive.
0: Yeah, definitely. Cause I think especially because of the whole quarantine thing, it's making um, you know, it's kind of made me realize how much of our society has been in the masculine, completely ignored the feminine. Now we're in the feminine and it's like, okay, what are the things that people have been avoiding and ignoring in their life? And maybe they've been overeating because they've been lacking connection, you know?
1: hmm mm-hmm. Yeah
0: so i think that this is a big time for people
1: and i think it also um uh sort of sheds light on the fact that if if we can't enjoy the time with someone an extended amount of time, what does it really say about us in our society and how we view ourselves in one another? Um, I, I've watched, I have many friends from Africa and the Caribbean. Uh, my ex-wife is from Africa, born and reared. Um, I see uh, people that we commonly call uh, Hispanic. They live pretty, They live very, well, at least, you know, the Gikuyu, um, which is my ex-wife's ethnic group from Kenya. Um, I remember reading Jomo Kenyatta's book, um, Facing Mount Kenya. He was an anthropologist um, from, I think he went to Oxford um, before he became president. And he was saying in the book, they live physically close to one another. I mean, so you may have, people in a confined space for a while. And, and the what I've observed or gleaned from my in-laws and, and other friends from Africa and the Caribbean is that they tend not to have these issues um, uh, of being in a confined space for a while. The, the, they just don't for, for some reason um they just don't have these issues
0: so. oh i get what you're saying okay it's because they're used to living in their houses with with a lot of people and so in america since most of us are never home anyway we're always doing in and out of the house that now that people are in their homes it's like increased anxiety, depression, they don't know what to do with themselves.
1: I think that that is part of it. I think also it's being able to, it's, it's their, cult, their, their respective cultures uh, that teaches them to uh, make a way for one another to be very accommodating um, and loving and caring and uh, with one another and being able to feel one another, and what what um, and what makes them want to reach out and make another person happy just for the sake of um, uh, that is what we are expected to do in our society, in our relationships. I think that's a big part of it. So again, that goes back to some worldview uh issues uh that i think that we have to grapple with that other cultures don't necessarily have to these
0: days mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. i'm glad we're discussing about this too because i think that this is really relevant to what's happening now yeah, yeah. um and i mean i've definitely personally dealt with this where i thought well maybe uh people need to be doing more of a non-monogamous route because then at least that would add more people to their community instead of getting in a monogamous relationship and then always constantly looking to this one person to get all of your needs met I
1: right i'm in total agreement uh even if even if you had these when i talk about overlapping relationships i wasn't really just talking about um sexual relationships uh, in fact i was actually referring to um, Mm non-sexual platonic relationships um, that can be just as deep as a relationship that one would have with their significant other less of course the sex now when it comes to having a sexual relationship with another person uh, i also believe that multiple uh relationships um, non non non-monogamous relationships with multiple partners uh, i think is great also in fact um, I think that really that's where things are um, actually going because I think in many ways men and women uh, are starting to see that that their notions about what what a relationship should be isn't necessarily so. You know, the the old um, criteria for a relationship being that in order to have a good relationship, you have to have monogamy uh, as well as, um, um, and I forgot the other one, right?
0: Polly, sorry. Uh,
1: No, no, um, longevity. Monogamy and longevity. Mm -hmm. And I know that many relationships um, that I've been um, privileged to be a part of, um, many of those, many of my clients say that when they added me to their relationship for threesomes or ongoing uh, adventures they say that their relationship even became stronger. Or in the case of some women um, who contacted me because they weren't having relations uh, with, uh, with their husbands, say that after being with me, they found it in their hearts to, uh, uh, they became more happier less dissatisfied with their husbands uh, because they were now getting some of the things that uh, they needed, even though they weren't getting it from their husbands themselves, but they were getting it. And because of that, that made them so much more happier uh, and their relationships, even with their husbands, got better.
0: Mm. So,
1: I mean, it it is, so I I certainly um, would, Uh, encourage those that are looking for answers to look to um, uh, adding more partners to their relationships.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, um, because one thing, what do you think about this? This is what I've learned with doing this uh, work that I've been doing with coaching and learning so much from doing this podcast is that women were actually more sexual than men. And so those women that you were just referring to, maybe it's because they were finally getting the sexual, the emotional, like all their needs met.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I think so. They were getting some things that they were not getting before or to the um, intensity uh, that they had uh, wanted or desired, and when they started to get those things, they became happier. Now, I'm I have to say this um, that really, no one ultimately can make you happy, and you one really have to be responsible for the happiness. themselves, and that is why it is so important to cultivate uh, being uh, aligned and connected with yourself to to love life and living and have a full life. Because really, um, we are we are responsible for ourselves, Uh, and of course, we're responsible to others to to a lesser extent. But for, for our happiness, we have to cultivate that. Really, no one can do it for us. And, um, and if you're looking from without to make you happy, if you're looking for anything on any level from without to make you happy, then um, you're ultimately going to be dissatisfied uh, to some extent. So if you can cultivate happiness internally, deep inside of you, uh, other things will just um, add on to to bring you more and more happiness and contentment and peace. But if you're looking for those things to bring you what you don't have, then it's, it's really isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. It's it not going to work.
0: Mm. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that, and that kind of segues into my next point with so many women not being happy sexually mm-hmm. but then that also is kind of back to what you were saying where women need to take responsibility for their pleasure.
1: I I think so. Um, I, I hadn't quite thought of it that way also um, either but I, I think so and there's I think there's a lot of things that women can do and some women are doing um, to to, uh, uh, to become uh happier with uh with the sexual part of her life
0: in terms of what more self pleasure more self discovery what
1: i think uh the self discovery um it could be self pleasure uh i know some women that don't masturbate i know some that do uh so i don't think that that is the end uh and all of 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 taking responsibility for your uh for your for your own pleasure, um, but some other things that one can do is to uh, experiment sexually. You know, get yourself you know a few partners, find out what you like, and uh, uh, keep trying to heighten the experiences that you have. Um, many many people and men do this also. It's not just one uh we tend to hold back on our pleasure we don't want to many of us are afraid of letting go and really experiencing pleasure to the fullest capacity or the fullest extent um sex itself is so broad I mean, there have been sexual sciences that have been created uh, uh, that, that people can use and study to, or that they have used and studied to go from, I guess, just a simple pleasuring, bringing pleasure to one another. Sometimes an orgasm is there, sometimes it isn't. That's on one end of the spectrum. And then on the other end of the spectrum is, you know, sex has been used in such a way and techniques have been used in such a way that delayed orgasm for so long that it caused one or two partners, and it's usually the woman, to go into an aesthetic trance. Uh, to communicate with other beings, go into other realms, become clairvoyant, and to bring back information uh, from those worlds, from those dimensions, from those beings that would help that person, if not an entire community, to better live in harmony with one another and the universe. Um, we've heard of some of these things called Tantra,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, um, the Karma Sutra, sexual sciences. There are other ones also. Many different groups around the world have come up with these, with uh, what I call the sexual sciences. Mm. Okay, and whoa. So with these two extremes, with, with, with these two um, uh, opposite ends of the spectrum, everything else in between is good also.
0: whoa okay can we i want to go a little deeper in that real quick okay so um i went on a sexual retreat in costa rica two years ago and i had a vision while i was there during a sexual experience Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i think i had a kundalini awakening but are you referring to when you said that these women these people they go into trances they uh communicate with beings from other realms are you saying that that, is that a form of kundalini awakening?
1: Kundalini, well, actually, no. And in order, order to actually even get to that point where you have these visions and that sort of thing, the kundalini, as I understand kundalini, just meaning um, one's life force, it has already awakened, you uh, know. And, and so, if you're at the point where you're doing this communication, or you're being clairvoyant, or you are uh, 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 accessing or allowing your body to be accessed, uh, some some people call them mediums mm-hmm. uh, with uh, with these beings, then that means that your your life force. In this case, we're talking about that that sexual energy. It's already been awakened so much that you're. It, it's taken you to way over there to this uh, to this other end of the spectrum. I don't think. In other words, I don't think you.
0: You don't think what?
1: The Kundalini.
0: Oh, you don't think I had a kundalini experience?
1: Is that what no, you're saying? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is that I think that is the vehicle that was the vehicle for you to have these visions. I don't think I don't think you would have had those visions had you not uh, raised your kundalini.
0: Oh, That's okay. It. The but kundalini you-
1: didn't come because of the life because you had the vision. I think the vision came before be, because you had the kundalini.
0: Uh, okay so how do people because i'm pretty sure we just blew like people's minds (laughs) because i I know what you're talking about but for people that are like whoa i can have sexual experiences where i'm speaking to beings from other realms (laughs) that's amazing okay so how do people even go about experiencing this type of uh, experience
1: well it takes someone who is uh, Trained in these areas, um, some people get there more easily than others. Uh, women tend to get there more easily than men because, um, um, because of a number of reasons: their flexibility, uh, their anatomy. Uh, men can go there too; it just it tends to be a little harder, um, but basically you'd have to work with a teacher that that has been there that knows how to uh teach you how to get there. Um if you go to take some tantra classes or some um uh classes on the Karma Sutra or I'm, that 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 would be best. Uh if you can't take any classes either online or in person, I guess working with a teacher in person would would actually be best. Then there are tons of books. And like I said, there are are other sexual sciences uh, that are out there. Also, Mm -hmm. you just have to find one that works for you. Uh, But that tends to scare most of us in the Western world. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: If you don't necessarily want to go over there, over to that side, anywhere in between is just as good uh if you just want to um know what they what the depths explore the depths of your um sensuality then of course you have to be with a skilled lover and a a skilled teacher uh to get there um and there are those out there um i would i i would also recommend Bon um i'm pretty sure you would love it
0: oh wow yeah really okay so but i want to ask you real quick on do you have uh like a book that you recommend do you have a teacher that you would recommend people looking into
1: um uh no um personally I've not studied Tantra or the Kama Sutra. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that it exists. Um, um and I know what the basis is uh for for those sexual sciences. Uh I use another one that that I study with a person one-on-one with. Um uh, she doesn't really want to uh, teach others or want to be known. So I really can't um, uh, uh, give out her information. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if you d- did some research, in fact, many other sex, uh, female sex workers attend treatments. Um mm-hmm. And help you out with uh, Tantra um, so but you don't necessarily have to study the sexual sciences in order to uh, unless you want to get to that point uh, most most people don't necessarily want to get to the point of uh, mm-hmm. becoming clairvoyant and um, uh, speaking Uh, to different beings and going into different realms and that sort of thing I would imagine it takes some in-depth study Mm -hmm. Uh, but if you do there are teachers out there
0: okay I brought up I brought that up mainly for me really because you know
1: (laughs) (laughs) now the truth comes out
0: I mean, if I have to be honest <laughs> because I think that you know I haven't had that kind of experience since that trip, and i I want to develop that more and mm-hmm. I think you know I would love to I've, I've told so many people about that and they're like, what? so yep. I think that people want to go deeper sexually, and of course, you know I work with clients on this, but a lot of the clients that I work with we don't even go into any of this because this is so deep
1: yes, uh, yes but
0: for me, you know obviously studying this and this is my Obviously, similar to you, this is what my life is mm-hmm, doing here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I want to go as deep as I can go.
1: Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, well, um, I do know of some. I can send you some. Um, uh, a few that I know of. Uh,
0: okay. Uh,
1: in the mail. So.
0: Okay. Sounds great. Thank you so much. What would you want everybody, like, what final takeaway would you want to leave people with?
1: Okay. Um, I have to preface this. Number one is that there are some alternatives out there for you. If you're struggling in your romantic life, your dating life, uh, in your, in your relationships, uh, there are some alternatives out there for you. Um, I represent an an alternative. Uh, other guys, uh, that do what I do, they represent an alternative now. There is an issue that I've been seeing that I've become appalled with. I just I hate it that so many guys try to get into this profession and don't know what the hell they're doing. Mm. They haven't trained with anyone, they don't they haven't studied and researched the business. uh They think that all they need is a, a few selfies uh a free website and uh and a penis and then when they do something or say something that is completely unprofessional and are foolish and makes the rest of us look bad and really there's really there's only three other guys in all of north america that i respect uh, as quality male companions but if you do a search for male companions you'll you'll find tons of them so be careful we are not all created equal okay having said that we are an alternative the other thing is that um We need to, men need to start thinking about dating and relationships more as, or I guess men and women need to think about it more so as a dance. People think of it like a war. It's always men, I hear women just bashing men, men bashing women, and I cringe whenever I hear that. It's, it, 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 we need one another, so start to cultivate being. I guess that that really goes back to cultivate being more loving and caring, and having a fuller life, uh, and
0: appreciating
1: um, yourself and your your weaknesses and your strengths, so you can appreciate it in others. Uh, and I think that that would help us in our relationship also. And the third thing is that, and this is mostly for the women, ladies, I always encourage women to take up some sort of combative martial arts. Um, Even if you do not get attacked by your significant other, and hopefully you never will, You can easily be attacked by one of these guys out here on the street at any minute of the day that just hate women and uh, think women are uh, weak. And so they become easier prey uh, to them. Uh, I would thoroughly recommend some no nonsense, kick butt martial arts like um, Krav Maga. Uh, You'll learn a lot. You get an excellent body out of it and uh, you will have a better peace of mind knowing that you can protect yourself in any situation.
0: Wow. Okay. So if people want to reach out to you, where can they find you?
1: Uh, sure. Sure. Uh, you can find me on just a. Second. um, AnthonyAsanti.com. I'll spell that for you. Anthony. A N T H O N Y Asanti. A S A N T I. Anthony. HTTPS. AnthonyAsanti.com. Um, you can also reach me on the relevant social media. Um, Twitter is Anthony Asanti. Um, On Instagram, it's anthony.asanti, and on Facebook, it's anthonyasanti1, the number one. Okay. You should be able to reach me some way. Oh, um, by the way, my website says this because it has my telephone number on it. Uh, No text, please. No text messages. I'm not a texter.
0: Okay. I understand. I like it old school too. Um, wow. Well thank you so much for joining me. I think people are going to get so much out of this conversation. It was really packed with great information and it's really relevant to Mm -hmm. today. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having me on.
0: Definitely. And then everybody be sure to subscribe to my podcast and let us know your thoughts. You can contact (laughs) Anthony or me. And I would love to hear your feedback from this episode.